Welcome back to another episode of Professionals Podcasting. In this episode, attorney Meredith Bott discusses Medicaid planning. Hi, everyone. Um, welcome to our blog and glad you could join us. Um, today, our topic is Medicaid planning. I'm going to share with you what it is, how it works, and why you need it. So Medicaid planning is a really important topic, and we get these questions all the time. And we want to at least give information that, that they can use to, to think about their own situation and whether to pre-plan versus being forced to plan what we call crisis planning. Um, so a lot of this is definitely specific to your situation and specific to the state requirements. So this doesn't apply to every state. Everybody has a different, um, there's a few nuances per state. So what I'll just do is kind of give you an overview and certainly, if you have questions, you can always call our office and get more information. Um, so that's it's a, it's another way to get more um, kind of detail. So what is it? You know, Medicaid, what is it? Most people think, oh, when I get old and I need care and somebody has to take care of me, Medicare will take care of it, right? They, they, they kind of misunderstand Medicare versus Medicaid. And yeah, Medicare does not. Medicare is certainly a very um, limited to the amount that they'll pay towards your long-term care. So Medicare is something that if you fall down and you need to go to the hospital, they'll take care of that time in the hospital. But then when you need to go to rehab, that starts that um, time limit for long-term care, which is up to 100 days. But I will say Medicare really doesn't give up to 100 days. There's a lot of requirements that you still have to make. Um, so let's just say, theoretically, you have up to 100 days on Medicare. Once that 100 days is over, now the family has to decide, is this money coming out of your pocket if you need to be in the nursing home longer? Or is it coming out of you know ways to reduce, um, basically, reduce assets so that you can qualify for Medicaid. So Medicaid is the second part. So it's Medicare, then Medicaid. Medicaid is a needs-based program. What does that mean? That you, you do have, a lot of people have already heard of the term spend down. And if your assets are too high, then you can't qualify for Medicaid. If your income is too high, you have to give some of that to the nursing home and some of it can go to um, what we call the community spouse. So what that means is sometimes it's husband and wife and one person has a stroke and that person has to go into a nursing home or has to have full-time 24-hour care in their homes. And that's when people panic and they worry about, oh my goodness, how are we going to pay for this care for dad? And perhaps um, dad is needing 24-hour care, so they start with a caregiver at home. Um, but it gets expensive. So what I hear people are spending right now, it's about say $250 to $300 per day for caregiving. Um, so that's about eight to $9,000 a month just for 24-hour care in your home. Um, and uh, that's a caregiver. So like I said, what is Medicaid? It's to get on a program that's a state needs-based program um, so that they can pay for that care for your loved ones. So that's the what. The how is it's hard. In Illinois, you have to have um, a certain asset level in order to qualify for Medicaid. Um, so what does that look like? So let's just say it's a single person and um, they have assets. And in order for that single person to qualify for Medicaid, the only 
the maximum amount of assets that he or she can own is $2,000. You heard me right, $2,000, that's not much. Um, they might have a house, they might have a car, they might have other things, but in assets like cash-wise, it can only be $2,000. Why do I mention the house and the car? Well, in every state, you always have exempt assets and non-exempt assets. So exempt assets means these are assets you can own outside of that $2,000 so that you can qualify for Medicaid. So in Illinois, you can have a house, but I'm gonna put an asterisk on that, but you can have a house, you can have one car, you can have prepaid burial, you can have up to $1,500 of cash value and a life insurance policy. Um, and you have your personal property. You can have that, like your furniture, jewelry, things like that. And then the asset, the last asset is the $2,000, okay? If you're married and only one person has to go into a nursing home, the community spouse, the spouse that can live outside of the nursing home can have up to about $120,000. So not only single person has $2,000, married couple, as long as one person's not living in the nursing home can keep up to $120,000. So that's not much either, right? And you can certainly keep the house because it's an exempt asset. The challenge with the house is even though it's an exempt asset, Illinois is a recovery state, many states are, which means that the minute you qualify for Medicaid, your house is exempt. The state can actually file a lien on your property so that the state gets paid back all of that money that they paid into your care from the house when it's sold. So let's say mom's in the nursing home, dad's at home then now both of them have died because mom is in the nursing home, dad dies second. If the state has given $300,000 of care to mom while she was alive, and then the house is only worth $300,000, you can see that the kids will not receive any more money because the state can file a lien and get that money back. Okay, so even though it's exempt so that the, the spouse can live there, it's not really money that you can keep if the care is ongoing and there's a good amount of money that's been spent for mom's care. So what is planning? What are some of the things that you can do to avoid having to spend all your money down before a family member needs Medicaid, okay? I will tell you that time is of the essence. That's the biggest thing. Time is a five-year look back. You might have heard of that, five-year look back. What that means is when you're needing to go on Medicaid, the state will ask for five years worth of statements from your bank, from your retirement accounts, from everything that you own, so they could see whether you've given away all your money. So people ask me all the time, can I just give everything to my kids, put my kids on the house, everything like that, and then qualify for Medicaid? Well, if it was that easy, everybody would do it, right? So if you're pre-planning, if you don't need to go into a nursing home anytime soon, I would say most people do this in their 70s, you know, nothing, not super early, um, but six, late 60s, 70s, you, need, you don't need to go into a nursing home right away. 
you start to plan ahead as long as it's five years from the time that you're trying to qualify for Medicaid, then we can protect some or a lot of your assets. What does that look like? Well, a lot of times people will choose to create a Medicaid trust. We help them create that, we create a trust. We put your house in there, we put some other assets in there. And after the five years, then it's no longer your asset for purposes of qualifying for Medicaid. As long as that five years have, have transpired, that those assets are no longer yours. So that way you can qualify for Medicaid sooner rather than later. That spend down will be a lot shorter or you might not even have much of a spend down at all if you qualify pretty quickly. So five years is the biggest hurdle, I think, when it comes to planning, Medicaid planning. Because if you don't have that five years and mom needs to go next year into a nursing home, then that crisis that's considered crisis planning, your options are limited as to what you can protect or what you can preserve, okay? So five years is that magic number. You know, a lot of people say to me, well, I'm giving, you know, lots of money to my kids and grandkids. We're allowed $16,000 every year to give away without any gift tax issues. And that's true, but we're talking about two different areas of law. One is taxes, which is income tax and gift tax. And the other is Medicaid planning, which is state tax and, I mean, state statutes and rules of Medicaid through the state. Very, very different. So don't mistake that number for what you're doing either annually to gift away. No matter what, when it comes to Medicaid planning, even if you're giving away 16,000 every year, the state will look at those five years worth of gifts and basically penalize you for making those gifts in the last five years, okay? So as you can see, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a lot to think about and think through. The last, um, last thing I want to discuss is why do you want to do Medicaid planning? Why? Two things, well, a lot of things, but two main things is it's expensive to have home care, which I already mentioned, it could be nine to $10,000 a month just for home health care or, or caregiver at home 24 seven. Or if you had to send your family member to a nursing home, most nursing homes in our area about 10 to 12,000 per month. So same thing, you're gonna spend down your assets to the tune of about $120,000 per year until you spend it down to $2,000 to qualify for Medicaid, and that's when the state picks up the tab. Okay, so that's the biggest reason for doing pre-planning pre um, for Medicaid, okay? And then the second um, one is, I'm gonna reiterate it again, is that five-year look back. So it's expensive, but that five-year look back has to start now. So it's a time when you're not necessarily needing to go into nursing home, but you're pre-planning for it. It's sort of like insurance, really. If you're doing all this planning and you never use it, great. But if you don't do the planning and you end up needing to go into a nursing home, that's when you may not be able to protect those assets anymore. And that's when you're going to be like telling me in a meeting saying, I wish I met you five years ago. I wish I would have done the planning. 
And I've heard that line many times. So I'd rather pre-plan, get it done early, never need it. And then if you do need it, then it's there. So I always say it's like insurance, like anything. We don't want to cash in life insurance because we don't want to die in the term. But certainly your family would be happy if it was there, if it was needed. Okay. So it's a lot. This is a lot of information in a very short period of time. If you are interested in learning more, really good to come in and talk to us. We can do a Zoom conference or an in-person meeting, we can talk about it in more detail. You can also call us and ask for a guide. We have what is called a family guide on Medicaid planning. It's a nice report that explains a lot of this in more detail. Um, give us a call, we'll, we'll send it out to you and you can have that as a, as a guide as well. Um, but that's about it. I know that's a lot of information. Um, give us a call if you have questions. Thanks for watching or listening to our podcast today and we hope you have a great day.